0: Let's get you back to the Mo Betis courtside seats and the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. The first game of the Mark Pope era
1: is a W. BYU 76, Cal State Fullerton 58 on this Tuesday night at the Marriott Center, Provo, Utah. Welcome back, Greg Rubel and Mark Durant with you. A little post game recap and then we'll send it back to Jason Shepard for Cougar Post Game Live and then return to the Marriott Center. For post game conversations with we hope Alex Barcelo and head coach Mark Pope. BYU shoots on the night 49%, including 46% from the three point line, 60% from the free throw line. Fullerton shoots 37, 36, and 61%, respectively. BYU outboards the Titans by one, 35 to 34. BYU 16 assists on 28 makes, 16 assists, and 16 turnovers. Cal State Fullerton only four assists on 21 makes and four assists to 16 turnovers. Fullerton seven steals to BYU's five block shots. BYU had two. The Titans had one. Individual numbers of note. BYU led on the night by Alex Barcelos, 17, and TJ Haas, 17 and 15 of TJ's 17 come after halftime. Connor Harding, 11. And did all of Connor's points come in the first half? They did. Those were the three kooks and double figures. Then you go to six, uh, 7 for Jake Toulson, 6 for Zach Selyus, fives for Dalton Nixon and Colby Lee, 3 for Trevin Nell, 3 for Blaze Neal, 2 for Evan Troy, getting you to 76. Cal State Fullerton, led by Austin Awushika with 16. Brandon Kamga with 10. 9 for Wayne Arnold, 8 for Daniel Van Zandt, 7 for Devon Clair. Four for Johnny Wong, two each for Josh Pitts and Torrey San Antonio getting U258. Points off of turnovers, BYU plus 3, 18-15. Points in the paint were even at 26. Second chance points were even at 8. Fast break points were to BYU plus 3 at 9-6 to six and bench points to BYU 25-14. to 14. Fullerton had the lead for 3 minutes and 24 seconds. BYU had the lead for 34 minutes and 30 seconds. The Cougars' long run tonight was 12-0. The Titans' long run was 7-zip. We had one lead change and one tie. BYU's large lead, 24. The Titans' large lead was 4. Lots of numbers, but for the New Skin data discovery of the night brought to you by new Skin, discover the best you. Mark, what have you found within or perhaps even outside the box score?
2: Well, obviously, the big number is the three-point shooting for BYU, 11 of 24, and you mentioned, Greg, earlier to me that BYU only had over double-figure three-pointers only four times last year so that was the
1: and the season high was 11 last year so they reached that in game one
2: that was the rarity last year I think the rarity this year was when BYU be under that Mm 10-point number and and they shot and 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 the percentage of uh 40 46 percent I mean that's a great number and I don't know why BYU can't shoot almost that every night because they've got really good shooters they've got a lot of depth in the in the shooting and It's not just about shooting threes, it's about shooting open threes. And BYU, uh, when they move the ball the right way, they're getting open looks at the three. Uh, I know uh, Mark Pope was a little bit uh, upset at times, wasn't happy with how the offense was functioning, but when it did, it looked really, really good.
1: BYU wins it and uh, comfortably on this night, 76-58. We'll have more from Provo coming up, but following us right now after this break, it'll be Jason Shepard and Cougar post-game live. That's coming up next here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network.
0: The final horn has sounded, and today's game is complete. Give to yo, yo drives to the oh! rim it down! Time now for Cougar Postgame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. The BYU Cougars beginning the season 1-0, and getting the
3: 76-58 victory over Cal State Fullerton. Welcome in to Cougar Postgame Live. Jason Shepard with you in our BYU radio studios. We'll get you back over to the Marriott Center shortly for more postgame coverage player interviews and obviously the uh, the first interview officially with head coach Mark Pope as the head coach of the BYU Cougars we'll get that coming up in uh, just a little bit let's update you on other action going on we will start with local teams playing right now and up in Logan Montana State giving the Aggies all they can handle the Aggies right now 17th in the country they have a 3 point lead at the half 37 37- 34 is your halftime score from the spectrum. Also going on right now, the University of Utah in Reno taking on the Nevada Wolf Pack. Just under 12 minutes to go in the first half. Utah with a three-point lead over Nevada by a score of 18-15. Just gone final in Cedar City. The Southern Utah T Birds getting the win over the Be- Bethesda Flames. 110 66 is the final score. And also a final in Orem. The Mark Madsen era begins with a victory. 72 55. UVU getting the win over Westminster. All right, top 25 games going on right now. In overtime, number 20, St. Mary's and Wisconsin, all knotted up at 60 apiece. Just under three minutes to go in OT. Be interesting to see how the Gales handle their first test of the season. Nearing the end of this one, number 24, Auburn. There's 50 seconds to go. They have an eight-point lead over Georgia Southern, 80-72 at the half from Madison Square Garden. Number two, Kentucky, leading number one Michigan State by 10. Wildcats up 34-24. Couple of finals for you now. Number 15, Oregon, defeating Fresno State 71-57. Earlier tonight at Madison Square Garden, just a moment ago I mentioned the Kentucky-Michigan State game. Before that it was Duke and Kansas. The Blue Devils ranked 4th, the Jayhawks ranked 3rd. Duke gets the win 68-66. to Making Utah Jazz guard Donovan Mitchell very happy. His fifth ranked Louisville Cardinals defeat the Miami Hurricane 87-74. Sixth ranked Florida on top of North Florida 74-59. Seventh ranked Maryland gets the win over Holy Cross 95-71. Gonzaga defeats Alabama State 95-64. Villanova defeats Army 97-54. 12th ranked Seton Hall, all over Wagner, 105-71. The Texas Tech Red Raiders, 13th in the country get the 25-point win over Eastern Illinois, 85-60. Memphis defeats South Carolina State, 97-64. Earlier today, 16th-ranked Baylor defeated Central Arkansas, 105-61. Xavier on top of Jacksonville, 76-57. And number 25, VCU, gets the victory over St. Francis, 72-58. Fans, remember when the Cougars win, you win with Papa John's Pizza. Simply mention BYU50 or use the online promo code BYU50, that's BYU50, at papajohns.com tomorrow, and you're going to receive 50% off pizza. This offer is good at any Utah locations. Coming up next, an update on the night in the National Basketball Association your final from the Marriott Center tonight. BYU improves to 1-0 and beginning the season, 76-58. The final score over Cal State Fullerton. We'll have more of Cougar Postgame Live coming your way next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Postgame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
1: Toulson, Toulson straight
0: away, Jake to the
1: elbow, spin to the paint, hands low to Sellius, down to the five-second shot clock, Harding, three, he got it, to go, Connor Harding, off the rim, the window and in, and the Cougars by 12,
3: 30-18. Connor Harding with 11 points in his season debut, includes three of four from three-point land. Welcome back in to Cougar Post Game Live, 76-58, The final score, BYU over Cal State Fullerton. And speaking of three-pointers, it's time for the Mountain America three-point recap. For each three-pointer BYU makes, Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross. Tonight, the Cougars made 11 three-pointers for a total of $550. That brings the donation total for the season, since it's game one, to $550. So congratulations to the BYU Cougars with 11 threes on the night. In the NBA, one game still going on at the Pepsi Center in Denver. The Nuggets with a 101-80 lead over the Miami Heat. Five minutes to go in Denver. Final in overtime, the Hornets outlast the Indiana Pacers 122-120. Again, that game a final in OT. The Celtics win at Cleveland 119-113. I guess I should probably give Gordon Hayward's line. 39 points, 7 rebounds, 8 assists for the former Jazz man. The Atlanta Hawks defeat the San Antonio Spurs 108-100. Oklahoma City Thunder on top of the Orlando Magic 102-94. And actually a pretty good game in Chicago between the Lakers and the Bulls. The Lakers win the game 118 Let's go back to college basketball and update you on that St. Mary's score. Uh, it is 52 seconds to go in overtime, and the Gales have a one-point lead at 64-63. So 52 seconds to go in OT, 20th-ranked St. Mary's with a one-point lead at Wisconsin, 64 263 that is a wrap for cougar post game live after the break we'll send you back to the marriott center for the cougar locker room show your final tonight from provo byu gets the win 76 58 over cal state fullerton and you heard it all right here on the new skin byu sports network
0: Our exclusive postgame coverage continues with the Cougar Locker Room Show.
1: A strip and the Cougars get it back. Sellius for the dunk. Zach Sellius
0: throws it down. The Cougar Locker Room Show was brought to you by Utah Community Credit Union. Get more house. Same payment at UCCU. It's what we do. Now let's head back to the Mo Betta's courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Marcelo on the wing left. Jumps a pass to the right corner to Sellius Gives on the wing right to Connor Harding. Harding, Barcelo, pulls, fires, and scores for three. A.B. for three. Welcome back courtside. Marion Center here in Provo, Utah. Greg Grubel and Mark Durant. Final score tonight, 76-58 BYU over Cal State Fullerton. And you just heard him hit a three. One of three threes on the night for A.B. Alex Barcelo. 17 points and a plus 14 on his tally in 30-plus minutes of play. And Alex joins us courtside. Alex Barcelo, good to speak with you for the first time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I shouldn't say for the first I have talked to him before. <laughs> it's but my first time. <laughs> but with a headset on. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but it's great to have
4: you. Um, real quick, before we get into the game itself, how did you end up at BYU. Um, I mean, really what spoke out to me when when the coaches started reaching out to me was just uh, how great this coaching staff was, I mean, how genuine they were and, and how much they showed that they cared about uh, their players on and off the court. And uh, that just spoke uh, huge words to me um, and, and really meant a lot to me.
1: How about the uh, the environment, the school, the teammates, everything about this place that you've gotten here?
4: Oh my gosh, it's been phenomenal. I mean, I've never met such a such a great group of guys, and uh, just just being around them, I mean, it makes me happy every single day. And, and you can you can just tell that they're they're friends that will last a, life, a lifetime.
2: Well, what a great effort, Alex! Congratulations on the win, and to watch you play, it's fun to watch you. And Cougar fans, you got a, an early Christmas present with Alex because you, you just got a tremendous game. How how did you feel out there and with the coach Pope? His first game, a lot of new guys. What was the feeling in the locker room and out on the floor tonight?
4: Um, the feeling was just high energy. Um, you know, we've been working so hard since the summer. Um, our trip to Italy, uh, the 10 practices that we got b- before that, and then once we came back for preseason. I mean, this, this group of guys, we just we worked so hard every single day. We had two a days, um, and it, it just, it's just awesome. So we, we were all ready to go and, and all hyped up to, to start out there. Do you feel like there was some payoff
1: tonight? Do you feel like you got like the, like the team got rewarded for, for, rewarded for everything you put in?
4: Yes, sir. No, definitely. I mean, we we go over scout a lot, and I mean, I just I thought that our team played really well tonight.
1: Uh, what stood out to you most uh, beyond uh, you know the, the shooting numbers, which were very good, uh, the fact you win comfortably, which is nice. What's the lasting impression you're going to take from this game uh, with you
4: tonight when you go to sleep? um just just how well we played on defense i mean we we really stressed it in, in the scout uh, protecting middle and then getting back in transition i thought we we really executed that well okay uh marriott center environment you you, you played in the good building in
1: the McHale center down in tucson certainly uh, how was the marriott center tonight
4: oh my gosh it was unbelievable i mean i, I love the rock there's such a great great uh fan base and uh i'm, I'm just excited to keep playing in here
2: Alex, give us – I mean, we got a chance to look at you in the exhibition game and tonight, but give us your kind of self-assessment, your self-scouting report on on what you feel like you uh, bring to this team.
4: Um, I I try to just bring uh, high energy every day, Um, the the energy on the defensive end and then translating that to the offensive end. Whatever I can do to help the team win, um, I I, I love to win. So uh, whether that's me scoring a few more buckets or getting more stops on the defensive end, whatever, whatever I can do to help this team win.
1: We'll take a break. We'll continue our conversation with Alex Barcelo. It is our sport court courtside interview. More with AB coming up here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
0: This is the Cougar Locker Room Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: In front of 11,116 here at the Marriott Center. BYU opens its season with a 76-58 win over Cal State Fullerton. Co-leading scorers in the game were TJ Haas. And Alex Barcelo. Alex joining us courtside on a 7-for-9 shooting night, A.B. Tonight, 3 of 4 from 3. So 17 points, 2 assists, 3 steals, and 2 block shots. You were a renowned shot blocker, I'm sure, down at Arizona, right, A.B.? <laughs> well,
4: not so much, but...
1: You'll take
2: two tonight, though. I will, yes. That one was angry at first when you just spiked it. That was nice.
4: I was afraid I was going to get a tech on that, so I kind of stopped... <laughs> This is an interesting
1: number. Now, you guard hard enough to foul occasionally, but no fouls tonight, but you drew five. Okay, guys, we're getting into you, and it was a physical game out there. You took some hits. How do you feel?
4: I feel pretty good. I'll probably be a little bit sore tomorrow, but um, I just try to be smart with the game tonight. You
2: know, Not to compare the two, but you you have a unique situation where you played at Arizona. Good, obviously great program, really good players. You come here, maybe some similarities and what you see from this team as far as being able to compete at that high level.
4: Um, I mean, just kind of just uh, trust trusting the process, working hard every day, um, and knowing that, that what I what I do and the work that I put in um, is going to work in the games.
1: So you're one game down of the nine you're going to play uh, without Yoli Childs. What
4: kind of team do you think he's going to come back into once you've played a few weeks here or without him? Um, just a team that, that can really shoot the ball. Well, um, hard playing on defense. Like I said tonight, I mean, we did a great job on the defensive end. Um, and and I expect that to to keep continuing, um, as we move on through the games, but, uh, just a, a really hard, high-energy team who, who pushes the ball in transition and, and knocks down shots.
1: We saw a lot of threes go down against UT Tyler. We see 11 threes go down tonight against Fullerton. Is this who this team is going to be? You think you're? I mean, you've seen enough of your teammates for
4: months now. Is this who this team is? A good deep shooting team? Oh, definitely. I mean, we. I think that everyone on this team can shoot the ball from guards to bigs. Um, like I, I've never played with so many guys who can shoot. So mm-hmm. it's it's definitely a a, a great. Uh, a great, I mean, just a, a great group of guys to play with. It, it's fun. It makes the game fun.
2: Who are you living with? Who who do you hang out with? How's that transition been coming here to BYU?
4: Oh, it's been amazing. I live with uh, Evan, Blaze, and then Gavin, um, and we, they're just a funny group of guys. I mean, we joke around all the time when, we, when we're uh, hanging out watching TV or, or football or basketball games on the couch. Um, but it, it's just a fun group of guys to be with.
1: How's Gavin's recovery going? And take it easy on him. Don't roughhouse too much with Gavin. He needs to get well,
4: right? <laughs> no, it's going well. Um, I mean, just like he, he had some tough decisions to make, just with uh, getting his surgery and all. But he, he, uh, he's. I mean, he, he comes in and and practices every day. He's so vocal and, and such a leader for our team. Um, I'm really impressed with him.
1: Okay, back in the day, BYU-San Diego State was a huge Mountain West Conference rivalry back in the days of Jimmer and before that. You get the Aztecs in here on Saturday. Uh, how stoked are you for that kind of uh, challenge? Because it will come up a notch here on the weekend.
4: Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm so excited. It's, it's going to be a, a great uh, team to play against, and I think it's really going to push us and, and make us a lot better.
1: Alex, great watching you tonight, and we look forward to the remainder of your BYU career. We'll do this again, I'm certain. Thanks so much. Thank you. All right, that is Alex Barcelo. Tonight's Sport Court Courtside interview brought to you by Sport Court Champions Start Here. Learn how to design yours at SportCourt.com. The head coach, the Cougars, Mark Pope, is coming up next here on the New Skin BYU Sports Network.
0: It's time to get the final word on today's game with head coach Mark Pope. It's the BYU Dining Cougar Post Game Coaches Show. BYU Dining, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. The Cougar Post Game Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: We're back courtside, Marion Center, Provo, Utah. BYU's uh, 2019-20 season opener is success 76-58 Seventy-six, fifty-eight over Cal State Fullerton. Greg Rubel, marked Durant, joined by the head coach of the Cougs. The Mark Pope era begins with a win. Coach Mark Pope with us. Congrats on, on the
5: first one. Thank you so much. We're going right to BYU Dining Services, right?
1: <laughs> After this, we're so going to go enjoy join-
5: Here's my deal. I am relentless. <laughs> I am talking to BYU Dining Services right now brownies. You got no pull. You thought, this
2: is what you did last time, and we don't have any
1: brownies.
5: I need some brownies and some chicken noodle soup, please. Uh, the soup. BYU Dining,
1: your help voice, us. Your voice could use the soup, I can tell right now. Uh, <laughs> we're going to work on brownies for San Diego State. We, can, we can at least do that for you. Let's go. All right, so uh, in terms of a game plan you put together and the game plan your guys delivered on the floor, how close were the two?
5: Well, uh, you know, I thought defensively we were actually pretty solid. So, um, we were really really obviously our number one priority was transition defense especially with them starting small we knew they, they love to push the ball they're pretty athletic and so we, we paid pretty pretty good attention to that we were concerned about rebounding the ball in transition it's actually been a little bit of Achilles heel for us in our scrimmage and exhibition more than in the half court was rebounding in transition our guys you know we came out of the first half up one on the glass and I think our guys really battled there if, if not uh, did it perfectly so I think we protected the middle of the four pretty well, which is which is a huge focus for us defensively. So I felt like we, we had some de- decent work in the first half uh, defensively, and we knew that they were going to make it a little bit challenging for us to kind of get the normal flow and ball movement that we do on offense. And um, they certainly do. They try and keep you on the side. They down stuff. They switch stuff. And and so, um, you know, we had a couple little runs in the first half where we were stuck, and then we had a couple little runs where we actually forced our way through it and got some good ball movement. We need to do that, obviously, way more consistently.
2: Well, I think the big story for me, obviously, congrats on the win, Coach. But uh, Alex was – I mean, I knew he was good, but he was really, really good, and he's such a tough defender, and he gets after it, and he distributes, and he knocked down the shots. I mean – we'll I, I, I just talk about his game a little bit in general yeah. but what what does he bring to this team is just as far as the level of toughness
5: well he's he's so physical right that's it's really interesting he's only like five two i keep teasing him <laughs> he gets shorter every time i say it but he's 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 little but he's so tough he's so physically tough and he he has a motor you see you know when he fatigues you don't see his fatigue on the defensive end. Like, it does not manifest itself on the defensive end. You see him out there breathing. He's still going to jump up and, and pick up the ball three-quarter court and really work to stay in front of him. It. like he doesn't have a turnoff switch on the defensive end. And then offensively, uh, you know, we just ran a couple quick actions for him at the end of half and then then one time after timeout where what's, what's unique about him is he's so physical off the bounce you cannot knock him off his line. And, and he's, he's like the perfect yin and yang with TJ because TJ's game is so different. Both incredibly effective, but they're very different where where T.J. kind of uses herky-jerky skill and, and kind of uses the fact that he's not really physical to his advantage, T.J., uh, uh, um, A.B. is exactly the opposite. He just is, like, going to put his shoulder in you and kind of put you in the rim and see what he can do. And so he was awesome tonight. his numbers are unbelievable. You know, you look at him straight down the line, uh, you know, he's, he's 7 for 9, 3 for 4. How incredibly offensively efficient is that? And he didn't even get to the free-throw line, but he did draw five fouls um you know he's his assist turnovers two three we don't love that but he's got three steals and two blocks yeah. i mean how great was the block on the baseline the
1: spike by you guys he is yeah. our
5: he's our five two rim protector watch <laughs> out ncaa here comes alex Marcelo <laughs> protecting the rim
1: tj haas turn on switch uh hit that in the second half he had two points at the break finishes with 17 and i gotta think that first half i mean he he, he had some time missed due to the scope he'd been sick just took a while to get going right maybe
5: yeah and and he's you know i'm trying to learn him and he's trying to learn me a little bit and and he's 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 you know we're trying to figure out ourselves on the offensive end a little bit right now and we still don't and it's my fault we still don't exactly know who we are aspiring to be on the offensive end Uh, a lot of that's been because we have some really really talented players that that we kind of want to work hard to put in certain positions where they can really bring their talent to the floor. And every time a talented guy comes in or out of the lineup right now as our lineup's been so dynamic, it's kind of thrown me for a little loop in terms of how to get some continuity to it. So we obviously have to... Uh, continue to figure some things out um, on both ends of the ball, but but uh, he sure did. You know, I think TJ, man, he just, I really believe this. Like, I believe he needs to like love every second that he's on this floor, and he certainly felt like he was doing that a little bit in the second half. And and he's just such a special player.
1: This is the Cougar Post Game Coaches Show, brought to you by BYU Dining and the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. More with Coach Mark Pope next here on the Newskin BYU Sports Network.
0: You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Greg and Mark and the head coach, the other Mark, Mark Pope. With us tonight on the uh, Cougar Post Game Coaches Show, uh, we had Alex Barcelo on as our player guest, and and he played some college ball in a pretty good environment down there in Tucson. Yes, And he, and he can't uh, he can't say enough about what the Marriott Center brings. And tonight there were eleven thousand plus in the stands for the season opener. He loves the vibe. We felt the vibe. Rock was into it. It's a yeah. uh, it was a good way to start the year.
5: How good is this rock, man? It's it is it is just a, a incredibly unique and special environment here that is is rare. I mean, we talk about it all the time. Like it literally by the numbers, it's so rare to have an environment like this in this student section is just money we're, we're really fortunate uh the work they do uh defending the free throw line is just it's, it's incredible <laughs> and it's a huge advantage and they were on it tonight and we're, we're so grateful for them They're, they play a huge part in us having a chance to win
2: well i, I like to watch you coach and don't get creeped out by that because i'm I'm right behind you and stuff <laughs> but i watch you and you know a couple times you know you had some dry spells out yeah. there and i know i noticed you weren't happy with what were you seeing on the offense, Ben, just getting in the flow? What were some of the things you were seeing that you need to get better at?
5: Well, I'm really I'm really impatient as an offensive coach, and I just can't stand sticky balls. Like, it's just not the way that my teams play. And so, you know, I, I we, we'll put guys in a really quick-hitting isolation situation, but we're not a team that wants to just spread the floor and let one guy go to work. I don't like it. Sometimes we'll do that to get us as a catalyst. And so, you know, we, we – we love when this ball is flying around, and um, and when it gets sticky and we get stuck on a side, or when we're too, when we're too, uh, you know, we're too stubborn about attacking one side. Uh, I just don't like the feel of the game. I don't like how it operates. That, and, and we we fell into that trap. And that's what Fullerton does also. That's how they guard. They try and keep you on one side. So. Um, ball movement is key to me. This, this ball needs to fly free and fast, especially for the team that we have on the court right now. That's our advantage. And and, and we're going to really shoot the ball well this year. It's what we do. Uh, and we're going to do it because we work hard to earn shots, not because we're just jacking shots, because we're working so hard to get ourselves to a catch and shoot that we take high-quality shots. and You do that with pace and force. And so those are the two things I felt like in those dry spells we were lacking. Sometimes we were, we were lacking the force, When you get to a ball screen, can you really get through the initial wall of that, right, the initial impact? Or when you get a catch on a roll, can you actually catch it strong enough and stable enough where you're being challenged by three players where you can actually kick it out and we can rotate this ball for three? That's the force at the point of impact. So there were times that, and there was times when our pace was, was really pedestrian. And those two things, our pace and our force at the point of impact, have to be really special.
1: I think there are going to be a lot of nights when uh, Connor Harding's numbers kind of slip under the radar, but they shouldn't. He goes 11-8 and eight points and rebounds with three assists and a turnover. He's four of six in the field, three of four from three, and about 25-plus. And that might
5: be a lot of his nights. Yeah, yeah, how special is this kid back-to-back nights now with eight rebounds? And you know what's beautiful about Connor Harding? I sat down with him when I first got here. I got to meet with each of the guys individually. I think it was the second day. And um, I sat down with Connor Harding in the annex, in the war room, just the two of us, and we talked for a long time. And he said how badly he just wanted to win. He just was like, I just want to win. That's why I came here. I want to win at BYU. He had no personal agenda other than winning. And so. It's not surprising, right? It's taken some time for us to uh, – him and I have fought a little bit on him trying to figure out how to be a more physical player. I actually want to – he's just too nice. I want to be like a mean, you know, a bad dude on this court where he actually, he actually puts a physical beat down on guys. And here he is back-to-back nights with eight rebounds. And that's just so huge for us. It's so huge. And then the other thing – The way he's owning his shot right now, he's not always going to shoot 75% from the three-point line, but the way he's owning his shot, he is going to continue to shoot well because he's owning every single one, and that's the key to making shots.
1: You know, who tied uh, Connor and rebounds tonight was Zach sellius It's his first game back after the injury and the surgery. He goes for six and eight points in rebounds tonight. How would you say Zach did in his first action in a while that really meant something?
5: Yeah, he was awesome. You know, I had, my goal was to play him nine or less minutes. I played him <laughs> 17 and a half. So doubled it, So it shows yeah. you how, how well I did. <laughs> but he was really impressive. He was really impressive with his energy and on the glass. I mean, he just was so good. There were, And he was just feisty out there. You know, we're going to have to be a team that, like, gets salty. It's just what we have to be. And for us to win at the level that we're going to try and win at, we have to be a salty team. And he was probably our best salty guy tonight. And um, he was up for the fight. And, you know, he, he looks so incredibly beautiful with that, you know, silver-dyed hair <laughs> and the mustache. Like, it's just a vision running up and down the floor. Uh, so, it's, it, you know, he was he was tremendous tonight. I'm really proud of him. Okay,
1: San Diego State comes into your place on Saturday afternoon, the uh, big doubleheader day, the matinee. Uh, they're taking care of Texas Southern tonight. Uh, you're not into them yet, but you know enough about the program to get a sense of what's coming your way on, on Saturday.
5: Well, we just saw that they held Texas Southern 13 points in the first half, so that is terrifying. <laughs> And so we better move this ball and play with some pace and find some way to share it and make the extra pass and actually be be have some incredible force at the point of impact. These guys are really long. They're really good. Hallmark has been defense, and now they have this backcourt that they're two incredibly talented scorers, which is a little bit different for them. And so they they are a potent team. I, I'll be surprised if, if if they don't really do some major damage in the Mountain West. They're really, really good.
1: We'll have a great next few days of work prepping for that. We'll get to work on the Brownies thing, and we'll see you here on the weekend.
5: Thank you, guys. Appreciate it, Coach.
1: All right, that's Coach Mark Pope victorious in game number one of the Mark Pope era. We're back with more after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Thanks, Coach.
0: You're listening to the Cougar Postgame Coaches Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Now, back to the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel.
1: Final score, 76-58, BYU over Cal State Fullerton. Cougs led by 17 apiece from Alex Barcelo and T.J. Haas. Connor Harding with 11, the other Cougar in double figures tonight. So, Fullerton to 0-1, BYU to 1-0. The head coach of the Titans is a Diedrich Taylor. Diedrich Taylor a former assistant coach at UC Davis, LMU, Portland State, Nevada, Arizona State, and now in his seventh season as the head coach of the Titans. His record falls to 84-109 and 109 tonight. These are now his postgame comments, and he was chatting with our own intern Nate, Nate Slack. Chatted with Coach Taylor a short time ago, and here's how that conversation went.
6: Um, BYU is a really good ball club. They have great pace. They play with great spacing. Um, they do a great job of passing the ball, and obviously they shot the three really, really well. Um, we did not help ourselves in terms of making free throws. We got there 18 times and shot, I think, 66%. Um, gave up some, missed some easy baskets around the rim. Probably at least 10 layups that we've got to finish at, uh, finish. Um, and, and if we can be better in those, just those two areas, I think our ball club becomes a different ball club.
4: You guys did a good job at guarding two guys who scored a lot of points last year in T.J. Hawes and Jake Toulson. Was that a point of focus heading into tonight, or is yeah. that just kind of how
6: it happened? Yeah, we, we, we wanted to eliminate or try to make it tough for those guys. Really wanted to make it tough for, for, for all of them, but particularly T.J. Hawes and, and obviously Toulson, and I thought we did a pretty good job of that, but that's the beauty of a team. Other guys picked it up, and other guys played very, very well and made shots, and that's the beauty, once again, of, of a team.
4: It looked like a number of times there was guys who were trying just a little bit too hard to – to keep guys from going to the basket, or to get to the basket themselves, and resulted in a foul. How do you coach guys to keep that aggressive mindset without giving up fouls?
6: Well, I think the most important thing is, is, is we've got to get a consistent whistle. You know, what, what I thought, if they're going to call a foul down there with that contact, then it's got to be the same at the other end. And so that's a number one is we've got to, we've got to be able to coach our guys from a consistency standpoint, knowing what to expect as far as what's a foul, what's not a foul, and then we can go from there. But those are all coachable things, things that we can get better at, things that we can be more consistent at in terms of protecting the paint. Outside of Jake Toulson and TJ Harwood, were there any other players that stuck out tonight from uh, BYU? Um, yeah, I mean, I think I think, uh, I think uh, Nixon, Nixon hurt us with his speed. Uh, and, again, the way, he, the way that he plays, um, you know, I, I think there's a couple other guys I can't call their name right now. But, you know, again, I thought their pace really, really bothered us and created open looks for, for guys to be able to catch and shoot. Awesome. Thanks, coach. Appreciate yep. it. No word.
1: All right, that is a Coach Diedrich Taylor. Our thanks to Nate Slack, intern Nate, for getting those postgame comments a short time ago. That'll do it for tonight. Our next BYU basketball game will come your way Saturday afternoon, one o'clock pregame and two o'clock Mountain Time tip for BYU and old conference rival San Diego State. Part of a football, a basketball football doubleheader. We'll go right from basketball postgame into football pregame as football takes on Liberty at 5.30 that afternoon, following the Aztecs and Cougars on the hardwoods at 2. As for tonight, our thanks to the crew back at BYU Radio. Our engineers, Sean Fay and Barry Squires. Our control board operator, Tanner Raw, Our coordinating producer, Terry South. Our broadcast intern at BYU Radio, Jeffrey Carroll. And our studio host, of course, the great Jason Shepard. Our broadcast intern here at the Marriott Center was Nate Slack. Our thanks to Russell Larson, our statistician, and my color commentary colleague, Mr. Mark Durant. We appreciate Alex Barcelo and Mark Pope for joining us postgame here courtside. Once again, our final score is BYU 76 and Cal State Fullerton 58 in front of 11,116 at the Marriott Center. That'll do it for tonight. So in the meantime and in between time, this has been BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Good night and so long from Provo, Utah
0: been listening to live coverage of BYU basketball on the new skin BYU sports network BYU basketball is presented by Deseret First Credit Union you know why we show you how Les Olson company your office technology partner Smith's food and drug Smith's now has grocery pickup and online delivery to save you time also sponsored by State Farm talk to an agent today at 1-800-STATE-FARM BYU Basketball is a production of BYU Athletics in association with BYU Broadcasting. Special thanks to BYU President Kevin Worthen, Vice President Matt Richardson, Athletic Director Tom Holmo, and General Manager of Corporate Sponsorships Casey Stoffer. BYU Basketball is an exclusive presentation of the new skin, BYU Sports Network.